Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Friendly disclaimer time. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with any of the media that we review or critique. We wholeheartedly support our fellow creatives at the WGA and SAG-AFTRA. And at the end of the day, we're just really big fans. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Julie, and today, get excited, Swifties, because we're chatting all about the Eras Tour. And when I say we, I mean me and our lovely correspondent, Miss China. Welcome back, friend. Hello, hello. What's going on? Oh, we experienced a lot at this Eras Tour concert film, right? It was like a whole morning afternoon experience. It was perfect. But before we talk all about that, we were social last weekend. We were extroverted Vegas residents. And look at us going outside. I know. What what is life right now? We got to experience the Las Vegas Book Festival. Yeah, it was so cute. It was super cute. And you were such a trooper because you saw me fangirl super hard over the Rebecca Yaros panel. A fourth wing. Yeah, I had no idea what was going on. I was just being supportive. I'm in a room with a bunch of people, like, and I say a bunch of people. There was, it was standing room only. They had to add more seats. Fire marshal, don't come here. There was just so many people, so hype. I had no idea what was going on. I just knew there were dragons involved and I was just being supportive, but it was fun. And I think I've got to read it now because now I know all the things. Keep in mind, this whole event was free. Yeah, absolutely free. Like yes. walk up, just walk through it free. Yes. So which made everything that much more wonderful for the day. There was so much that I didn't know about Rebecca Yaros. And for those of you who don't know, she is the author of Fourth Wing. And she has a very highly anticipated sequel to Fourth Wing coming out in November. But I mean, the whole event was just spectacular. You see all these fans come together under one roof and I was just so impressed with the questions that were asked. It they wasn't... weren't holding back. And there were some questions she couldn't answer. Like she literally got a, like a hard no from her publicist or whoever that was in the front row that was like, no, don't answer that. I had no idea she was a military wife. She has like six kids, five to six kids, two of which she's adopted through the foster care system. She has her own nonprofit. I mean, just superwoman on top of yeah. magnificent writer. And there was a question from the audience that... I just thought she answered beautifully, professionally, and she answered the question very directly to to the fans. But there is a lot of suspicion on Book Talk that Zayden might be the new Tamlin. And you just heard the crowd go, oh, just the audience reaction to yes. And the way that she phrased the question was, a lot of us have concerns that Zayden is the new Tamlin and Tamlin is from the Akatar series, which is not her book series at all. And she very eloquently answered this as I love all of the romanticy authors. And she spoke so highly of Sarah J. Mass and listed a few other romanticy authors. Also, she said, but I am not them. I am not here to copy any of their tropes and vice versa. We all have way too much respect for each other to do that. I I was like, golf clap, ma'am, golf clap, beautiful event. Thank you for being a total trooper and <laughs> here to be supportive. <laughs> yeah, you were super supportive. You were the ultimate supportive nerdy friend and I wholeheartedly appreciate it. Well, I'm ready to talk about some Eras tour. Are you ready to talk about oh, some Eras tour? Absolutely. Let's Swifty talk. All right. Well, 
as we know, the pre-sale of these tickets were ridiculous. Taylor Swift set the bar for pre-sale tickets for any concert film, but the movie has currently made over $180 million worldwide in ticket sales right now. Ooh, damn. Okay. And it is the top grossing concert film of all time in North America within its first week of its debut. I believe so, it because it was hard to get tickets for us. Right. We went on a Sunday and mm-hmm. all the merch was gone. What we got were posters. <laughs> Everything was sold out. Everything for Saturday night was also sold out. So we went at 11 a.m. in the morning on Sunday. And we're like, let's just get some T-Swift early in the morning because everything else was sold out. Or you had to sit front row, which we're not doing in a movie no. theater. Yeah, no, we did on Sunday. And Julie was hyped. Okay, when <laughs> I say Julie was hyped, Julie had a whole list of what she wanted to buy, the merch, everything. And we walk up to the theater and there's just like printed out on printer paper signs that said all the merch was sold out. Like everything was sold out. I was like, well, I guess that makes sense because it is Sunday. Right. They've had so many days of people buying stuff. I get it. But quite a hilarious thing to walk up to. I know. And I was like, man, all right. I really wanted to tote, but whatevs. And I mean, I've talked to a few other friends who also had a hard time. Like they went to three other theaters to get the merch. Damn. So serious question. Okay. What would you say is your favorite Taylor Swift era? Like in life? Sure. Or for the film? I'll take both. Okay. For in life. Okay. This is like unpopular opinion, but I'm very like Taylor Swift, guitar, young, like young Taylor Swift. Okay. First album, self-titled album, Fearless. Yes. Is my vibe. You know what I mean? That's my vibe. But for the, for the film, I did love those eras. But Reputation was fire to watch. Evermore was just stunning. Stunning to see. I don't think I could pick an era for the movie, but in real life, I'm definitely more self-titled Fearless album. Okay. Yeah, I was torn between Fearless and 1989. Yeah, which came out like last night or two nights ago. Fearless holds a, again, growing up with Taylor that way. Right, right. We're like the same age. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just hits different. It's in my soul. And then I actually went to the 1989 concert with the ultimate Taylor Swift fan, Miss Tori. And I mean, it was just life changing. I got educated at that event. (laughs) And I thought I was a fairly dedicated fan at the time. No, Tori raised the bar for me and all things Taylor Swift in that moment. And I didn't realize I needed it at that time. And it is a core memory that is launched right. in my brain for life. <laughs> so. Tori's like, welcome to my TED talk. Here yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, whether it's on stage or at an NFL game, Taylor Swift's love story right now is oh, giving me everywhere. so much life. It's everywhere. Literally yeah. everywhere. Her love story with Travis Kelsey has captivated our hearts and all of TikTok. Right. It's like the most American thing right now. Yeah, it is. Red, white, and Taylor. (laughs) Yeah, red, white, and Taylor on a Sunday. Yes, exactly. And again, first and foremost, I love seeing her happy. Right, absolutely. And we know we're going to get some type of Grammy gold out of this era. Yeah, I saw this thing, maybe, I don't even know what album it was, but it was a couple of years ago. Someone was talking about how she makes breakup songs or like, I'm sad about a boy songs or whatever. And whoever this person was, was like, yeah, but can you imagine the day that Taylor gets married and has kids and we get those songs? Ooh. We get the, I'm happy in love. It's my wedding day. I'm having your baby love songs. Taylor, please give us the life that we want. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Also, shout out to Travis Kelsey. This man had a friendship bracelet and a dream and ran with it. Okay, so do you know the backstory? 
Honest? I just know that he had a friendship bracelet for her and was at her concert and like wasn't able to give it to her or something like that. Yeah. And it had his phone number on it. Damn. If guys aren't showing up to events with friendship bracelets with their phone numbers on it, like I don't understand. He literally just put y'all on game and mm-hmm. y'all ain't going to take it. So he goes on his podcast, explains the scenario to his brother who he has a podcast with. It goes viral. And right. there's been clues that they tried to connect at that concert. And she was aware Mm. that he was trying to shoot a shot. Damn. Finally was like, you know what? Whatever. I'm going to give this guy a chance. And she is just the happiest we have seen her in quite some time. And I am here for it. And I tip my hat to both of them. And I say that as a fairly dedicated Bronco fan. Okay. I want this to work for them. Look, if if anybody's not going out to the club with friendship bracelets with their (laughs) phone numbers on it, that should be a thing. I, I would call somebody. I would do it. 100%. I would definitely like text them but with like Taylor Swift lyrics. You know what I mean? Like I would start with something, you know? (laughs) Well, I'm ready for some tea. Are you ready for some tea? Oh, absolutely. Taylor tea. Let's do it. All right. This is the part of the show where we spill the tea. This means spoilers. So if you have not watched the Taylor Swift Eras Tour concert film, we are about to spoil it for you. Describe the theater experience we had versus what you were expecting. Okay, so what what I was expecting was like a cult experience. Like I, would, <laughs> I saw all these videos online of like everyone like up in their chairs, dancing, singing along, all gathering at the bottom to like do a friendship circle and dance together. That was not our experience. No, um, I think it's because we went at 11 a.m. in the morning on a Sunday. There definitely were a lot of moms who brought their young daughters there, which was great. Oh, my God. Those, the girls that were sitting above us who were, like, standing and chanting and dancing and singing along, what, I kept looking up at them because I could see them in my peripheral. But I kept looking I'm like, oh, this is exactly what life should be like. Just you, yes. all the moms get together, bring their little girls together or whoever, like, all their little children together and go sing together at a concert. Beautiful Sunday. I was just like, this is the dream. When I saw those girls rocking out with their moms, I was like, oh, that's that's heaven super special yeah that's special do i wish i actually went to the tour absolutely <laughs> because there are just you know being the era's tour it, she was going to play all the songs from the albums that i love when her next concert comes will i go probably will i get to hear you know some of the songs off of fearless probably not great that we went but yeah it was a definitely a we- different experience than what i thought it was going to be what were your top three favorite moments from the era's tour top three moments was one because knew it happened in mm-hmm. real life but like seeing it on the big screen was a whole thing is when she gave the hat to kobe's daughter oh like as like a dedicated lakers kobe fan i saw the video prior and i knew they were filming in la like it was the la show that they had filmed for this mm-hmm. movie i just didn't connect it until the moment and i was like oh my heart right. my heart because like flashback to when Taylor sold out this the Staples Center. Yeah. Kobe was the one that presented her with the banner that's now that's like, you know, that was hanging in Staples Center for her sold out shows. And now she's like giving the hat to his daughter. Full circle whole moment. That was a whole thing. So for the dedicated Laker fan that I am, that was a moment. But as a Taylor fan that I am, when she came out and was like, I'm gonna do the full 10 minutes of all too well, <laughs> I was like, girl, give us everything. <laughs> it's fine. I'm totally fine with the whole show, the whole song. No breaks, no, no inner, no, nothing. Cool. I'm in 10 minutes. Let's do it. I'm down. And just the visuals, like visuals of everything. Every era had such insane visuals that I just kept being like, I want to look at all this. Look at that. But like the dancers too, their outfits, 
everything was just so visually stunning. I don't know if that was a moment, but it's like a whole thing. Yeah. I loved it all. What about you? I'm right there with you with Kobe's daughter. Cause <sighs> I was at the concert where he presented her with that banner. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh my God. And again, it just hits different just yeah. to see her make magic for his daughter when he made yeah. magic for her. Yeah. Uh, oh, right in the feels. Hands down. Oh, I did not know you were there. Yes. I have. I still have those photos on my phone. Crazy. It was magical. And I mean, the reputation intro, the graphics, with the, the, with the snake. Oh, it's <laughs> so good. To the special effects person who did that, I nominate you for an Oscar. Could you imagine? Oh, Could you imagine please. if there were Oscars came out of this? Talk about an EGOT. I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. I mean, next to Barbie getting nominated, if Taylor Swift's concert film gets nominated, yeah. we're- Leaders of the world are winning. Are we one step closer to world peace? I think so. <laughs> and then I just thought her acoustic set was beautiful. Very much so. She had stuff from her first self-titled album Yeah, that she played. And I was just like, oh, right in the feels. All right. Serious question. And this is just me being petty. And for the record- there is no wrong answer to this question, okay? Okay. Which era did Taylor throw the most shade? Right, reputation in general hits so much shade to everyone else who's not her love, you know, past love or whatever. Right. But again, all too well, 10 minutes, just roast <laughs> him. Like at this point, and I love him too, but like also roast him. Like it's right. fine. We're all here for it. It's cool. We're about it. We're on the same page. Just go mm -hmm. for it. And the full 10 minutes, lovely. I had to think who's suffered the most from this roast from okay. all the shade that was thrown. I narrowed it down to three. So I narrowed it down to All Too Well, which was from the Red Album, all of Reputation, but mainly Kanye got roasted in that one. But Midnight's really did a number on Scooter Braun where Swifties came together, united, and this is what gives me hope in the next election because if Swifties <laughs> united... To take down a politician, any politician for that matter, it would work a thousand percent. But yeah. what Midnight's did to Scooter Braun in his ignorance and arrogance, thinking that buying her her music, her original music, would be a great idea and not backfire on him. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. ooh. <laughs> that move cost him Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, Demi Lovato. Cost him yeah. his marriage. Oh, I didn't know that. Damn. Yeah, his his whole family was getting death threats from Swifties. Oh, not that of... we like condone death threats, right? But also, no, if you're gonna do some stupid moves, or right? And yeah, let's just all be better people to each other. Exactly, exactly. But like at the same time, like this was a a private deal that Taylor was not allowed to buy her own music, like her her music label sold her music to a private buyer, a private anonymous buyer. And then what was it? Scooter Braun was going to try and give her a cut of whatever he made off of her. And she was mm. like, hold my beer. That's not okay in the history yeah, of ever. And yep. I want to say it was Kelly Clarkson who gave her the advice to re-record her music. Oh, and I don't goodness. even think, I don't even think Kelly Clarkson thought it would skyrocket and set a standard for how you never disrespect women in the music industry ever again. Yeah, absolutely. And Taylor's versions of everything are phenomenal and she's re-releasing -re stuff and new stuff is coming out of it. Right. 
she's yeah no, she doesn't amazing. half-ass anything and no, her re-releases of these albums show that perfectly i'm gonna go with the midnight's era that oh yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that one yeah, yeah yeah the other thing that i thought stole the show was the fashion oh, this absolutely. whole concert tour everything was designer and stunning did you have a favorite mm-hmm. outfit from this tour oh my god i have so many the first one that i was like yo that's stunning is the evermore with like the capes <sighs> and like the glowing balls thing yeah Everyone looks stunning. Not only just her, but the dancers, right? right? Everyone looked stunning. The Reputation album, stunning. When everyone came out in like the different black and white outfits, stunning. Folklore album. I'm like, okay, whoever made these are on point at all times. Everyone she wore that night was a designer. I mean, you had Oscar De La Renta. She wore Louboutin boots. Just head to toe designer. Her fearless gowns. Pretty. When she sang loves. Oh my God. The whole fearless set, the gowns yeah. were just, I wish she would like wear those to the Oscars. Dude. Like, where's the museum that this, this is going to be exhibit at? Like, yes. let me know. I'll go. Yeah. I'll be there. Between the fearless set of outfits and I don't know, Midnight's was really pretty along with Lavender Haze. It was soothing to the eyes. I don't know. My brain was on cloud nine, just seeing all this beautiful fashion put on display. So I'm in. Do you have any honorable mentions? honorable mention to (laughs) all of the things all the people in the audience that were with us really loved the experience of it again wish I went to the real tour Mm -hmm. just missed I dropped the whole ball on that like I feel like I must have been out of my mind not realizing that she was going on tour and getting tickets or whatever but okay I'm really glad that I was able to get see it in the movie theaters shout out to AMC for making this happen all the different things you there was a backup dancer that got a lot of unexpected attention on TikTok. Oh my God, the one you were showing me. Yes. <laughs> he kept pointing out every time he came on the yes. screen. And the running joke on TikTok right now is tell me Taylor Swift's an Akatar fan without telling me Taylor Swift's an Akatar fan. And one of her backup dancers could definitely hang with the Bat Boys in A Court of Thorns and Roses. Everybody kept saying, oh, he's definitely a Rusand. He could definitely yeah. hang with Azriel. He is he a shadow daddy? Let me let me hear <laughs> more. Like I can see it. Yeah. And I was here for it. Plus, he was like, he was rocking it on stage. Her backup dancers and her singers. Oh my god. Her backup singers. Everyone. Everyone just looks so good. Yes. All phenomenal. Taylor Swift never half-asses anything. Go see the concert film. It's definitely worth your money. And now it is time for the spotlight of the week. The holiday season is approaching fast, and if you're looking to save some money on gifts for your loved ones, Timu is your one-stop shop. Once you download the Timu app with the link in our show notes, you'll get a $100 coupon bundle plus 50% off your purchase. Discount is only available to new app users. Don't miss out on these deals this holiday season, and be sure to grab that link in our show notes. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with the following. Anything Taylor Swift we mentioned today. We're just very dedicated fans. And we're not affiliated with AMC. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.